Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Welcome to episode 141 of Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are brought to you by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. I am one of your hosts, Cheryl Todd. And I'm the other guy, Dan Todd. We have a great lineup today. Our theme is Christmas Past, episode 17, All I Want for Christmas is My Freedom. Absolutely. So we are doing another best of show. As I've been digging through the archives, I'm realizing we've got lots of best. I mean, there's been some really great conversations that have happened um, over the course of the years that we've been doing Gun Freedom Radio. And this particular one, uh, we're revisiting our Christmas show from 2016. And it's amazing how little has changed for the better for gun rights in the two years since we have hired a pro-gun president supported by a supposedly pro-Constitution House and Senate. And it makes one wonder, what is it going to take to really move the needle back to freedom where our gun rights are concerned? When we recorded episode 17, we had the hope that with our newly elected president, we would see that we had gained protection for our ears, for our hearing, with the Hearing Protection Act. We thought that national conceal carry reciprocity, but it's all but certain to pass. And perhaps we might even be able to repeal the NFA. Well, none of these things have happened. And as we speak, we are likely instead looking at a ban on accessories called Bump stocks. Seems the tide is moving farther out on our rights rather than having a tidal wave of a return to constitutionality that we expected. So here we are, ready to gather our families together for Christmas 2018, and many states have lost even more of their access to their God given and Second Amendment-protected rights. And while we here in America recognize that we have much to be thankful for and we do enjoy many blessings, we patriots are still saying, all I want for Christmas is my rights. Dan? Well, we got the good and the bad with that. It could have been much worse, but the good is that Hillary didn't get elected. Well, and I think you're saying that maybe for multiple reasons, but specifically with gun rights, why would that have been bad? Well, because she had said that she wants to alter or remove the Second Amendment. Now, the 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 bad thing, is, the other thing is, that 
we didn't, the guys, they're not doing nothing. Okay. No one's doing anything. They're just kind of just sitting there. Who's the guys? The Congress. They're just not doing anything. Well, and so when you say that, you know, if Hillary had been elected, that would have been bad for our gun rights. I, I can see it as the opposite. And I'm glad that Donald Trump is in. Do not get me wrong. But if Hillary had been elected, I think it would have mobilized those of us that would have realized there is a true and present, clear and present danger to our Second Amendment rights. And instead, a bunch of us sat back in our easy chair and thought we're good to go. Yes, but, you know, their agenda is so strong that I would never want that to happen because they would have had the power to do things. They really had an agenda to stop guns. Well, and they still do. This um, H.R. 5087 that we've been talking about, that's a clear and present danger. And every single of the one of the 176 legislators who have signed their name to that, that should be a dangerous thing to do to your political career. But today they don't have the power. Which, which let me clarify, that is the assault weapons ban, the right. 2018 assault weapons ban. Right. Well, they have the House. so They, they have the House. They have a start, but they don't have the full power. And that, I think, has been the problem all along, all the way through. We just – they we either have – you know, it's weak or strong. And they're, they're, they're going to be – they're going to be strong on the House, but they're not going to be able to get any further than that, we hope. Well – that remains to be seen as we get ready to enter a new year. But we have um, two great guests that we had on back in 2016 that Dan's going to introduce in just a minute. But during the part of that show, we were discussing um, uh, off-body carry of firearms. And Dan wanted to make one quick clarification about, he said, you know, you toss a gun in your, your man purse or your purse and pins get stuck down the barrel and stuff like that. And that was really a misstatement. And why is that, Dan? Well, first of all, I don't have a man purse. I have a damn purse. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, we want to make clear that a gun should still be in a holster. You know, there's too much of a, a chance that debris could get in there or that you could accidentally pull the trigger. So it needs to be in a holster. Always have the trigger guard covered. Always, yeah. always, always. Okay. Now. Dive in, let folks know who they're going to hear during today's uh, replay of our show from 2016. We have guests from the Christmas past. <laughs> we have Dr. Sebastian Gorka. He's an internationally recognized authority on issues of national security, irregular warfare, and terrorism. Dr. Gorka has served as a strategic advisor to President Trump, is the author of Defeating Jihad and Why We Fight, has a new radio show coming out on January 1st, 2019 called America First. Dr. Gorka was born in the UK to parents who escaped con communism during the Hungarian Revolution of 1956. He is a graduate of the University of London as well as Harvard's John F. Kennedy School of Government and holds a PhD in political science. In the UK, he served with 22 Company of the Intelligence and Security Group 5 of the British Territorial Army Reserve, but is now a proud American. Well, and he comes from such an interesting life perspective, which I think is one of the things I love about listening to him and reading his work. Yes. In our second hour, we have Dave Kopp. He is the president of Arizona Citizens Defense League. 
Dave is an East Coast transplant and former computer program who is now head of the AZCDL gun rights organization, helping Arizona gun owners face the formidable fight against anti-rights groups and the legislation that limits Second Amendment rights. The AZCDL is the is where the grassroots activists take a stand, working at working at the Arizona legislature to get strong pro-right bills written and passed into law while stopping bad bills. I am so glad he moved here. Oh my gosh, you're not even kidding. They do such important work, and uh, they are always up against such uh, odds that come against them as more and more people move to our beautiful state for our beautiful weather, for our beautiful rights, and then start voting in the laws of the places that they ran away from, like California and New York and that sort of thing. So, all right. Well, we are ready to launch into the uh, past Christmas show and revisit our guests of Christmas's past. Uh, and it's it's funny because you get to hear a lot of Dan in this show because I had a really bad cold at the time and my voice was all but gone. So uh, that was that was my gift to you. That was God's gift to you. It's going to be me, mostly? Mostly you. Oh, no. <laughs> no. It's great. All right. Sit back, relax, and here we go. Welcome to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, educate, and inform. Sponsored by AZ Firearms, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. I'm your host, Dan Todd, and we've got and I'm Cheryl Todd with a bit of laryngitis. So Dan's going to be driving for the most part today. And uh, I'm just going to sit here and sip my hot tea. Well, we're going we're gonna to call her Marge Simpson today because she's got that hair and voice. So, Okay, I don't have the hair. Well, kind of. <laughs> hey, we've got a great show today. We've got Dr. Sebastian Gorka of the Gorka Briefing. And we've got Dave Kopp. He's um, president of Arizona Citizens Defense League. Then we're going to have a responsibly armed citizen report and Dan's tip of the week. Absolutely. It should be a great show. I'm really looking forward to having both of uh, our guests on today. And before we dive into all of that, you know, the, the holiday season is upon us. And you'll hear throughout the show today that we've got a lot of fun, festive music in between the segments. Um, and a lot of people are buying up guns for the holidays uh, as gifts. And they're also buying up guns because of all the news going on out there. And it seems like the majority of the guns that are being purchased are for personal defense, you know, concealed carry, or home defense. And so we found an article from Concealed Nation about uh, if you're doing concealed carry right, here are some mistakes that you'll never be making. And I'm going to rest my voice for a moment and let Dan run through those for you. You know, I, I kind of got my Christmas wish. It's been really quiet around the house for the last couple of days, but then I realized, uh-oh, I'm going to have to do most of talking on the radio. So I wish her voice would get back soon. Oh, that's anyway. sweet. <laughs> I was going to say prayers are answered because he actually gets a word in edgewise now while I've got yeah, laryngitis. It's really nice and peaceful around the house for the last couple of days. And she can't blame it on my hearing because... Like I said, it's Marge Simpson. But anyway, the first thing we're going to talk about is neglecting your equipment. This is things all of us are probably uh, guilty of. You know, you throw your gun in your bag. I, I have a man purse that I carry, and um, ink pens get stuck down the barrel, and all kinds of weird stuff happens. And, you know, we should 
take more care in that. Keep your gun in a separate area of your purse or your man purse or, or whatever you use to carry it and keep it clean. You know, go through the gun probably at least once a week just to make sure, you know, do a function test on the gun, make sure that your magazine springs are strong, and just go over the gun. And then, of course, make sure that it's loaded and all your safeties are in the right position. That's the first thing that I would do. Can I ask a question? Uh, you're our gunsmith over at AZ Firearms, Dan. And you know how you take your car in every once in a while just for a tune-up and a checkup? I, I know this because I've just recently taken my car in this week. Uh, are guns like that? Should people bring them in just periodically and just say, hey, give it a once-over, let me know how it's doing? I don't think that's a bad idea, but I think a lot of that can be done by the owner of the gun. You know, the one you're going to carry, we're talking about your carry gun. You should be extremely familiar with that gun, and you should know how to take it apart and put it back together. Now, I'm not saying you have to strip it down to the bare bone, but you should be able to completely take it down enough to do a good cleaning on the gun. And that's one of the good things about azfirearms.com. You can bring your, you know, you can talk to us. We'll walk you through those steps and tell you what you need to do and what you don't need to do. And then maybe, you know, every couple thousand rounds, it might be good to have it just completely checked out by a gunsmith. But generally, no, you could clean it yourself. Now, suppose you bought your gun at one of those big box stores or something like that, and, and the counter guy didn't think to, to walk you through the steps the way that our staff um, does. You know, I think it's just a general practice that we do. Now what do I do? What if I bought a gun and I don't know much about it, but, you know, I own it now. It's my responsibility. You come with your smile on your face. You come to 215 East Western Avenue in Avondale, and you say, hey, I bought this gun at blank blank. I don't know how to use it. Will you help me? And you know what we're going to say? Yes, we'll be glad to help you. Because I think a lot of people make mistakes buying guns at big box stores. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but they make the mistake because once they buy that gun, all relations are cut off with the big box store. With a, a small local gun shop such as azfirearms.com, we're going to give you that personal attention that you cannot buy at the box store. So um, that is the main, main thing to think about is when you buy your gun, wherever you buy it, you come to us, we're going to walk you through it. And you know, you're going to buy your next gun from us just because of that connection that you have. You know, we like to say that we may not be able to beat everybody on price, which most often we can, but at AZ Farms, we can definitely beat everybody on service. Right, and we see that so many times. I mean, I see the stickers on the guns that walk in the door that people are not happy with their gun and they don't know what to do with it, and um, so they come in, and yeah, I bought it at that other store, and <laughs> I don't like the gun, and guess what? They won't let me trade it in, or they won't give me my money back. Well, you know, we don't really give money back either, but we'll help you get the gun that you need. So there's a big difference between the big shops and the small um, local shops. So I mean, just to give you an idea, we had, there was a guy that came in the store, he bought a, a Luger, a really rare Luger, and um, he bought it at a, at a gun show and found out that the gun was um, not worth a quarter of what he paid for it. And... Um, if he would have bought it at a one of the big box stores that also go to the gun shows, some of them do, they, he wouldn't have been able to do anything. But we helped him get his money back. And um, it's because of a small local shop. So anyway, that and the main thing is to be trained. You know, you need to be trained on how and where to use your gun. I mean, 
you need to know your backstop. You need to know where that bullet's going to go because a lot of times, you know, bullets go through more than one person. And if you're going to be defending yourself or helping somebody else, you want to make sure you know where that bullet's going. So you want to get yourself in the best advantage for that. So what else is on this list from Conceal Nation, Dan? Well, your holster. You know, having a good form fit holster for your gun is super important. And then knowing how to draw it from the holster and put it back in the holster, that is another main point that is as important as picking your gun out. You want something that fits well with the gun and on your person too. Something that's not bulky and uh, out of position. So that is another key point. One of the other things that uh, you might want to think about is um, showing off your weapon. This is why you need training. When you can pull your gun out, when you can't. You know, er Arizona has a law, or used to have a law, that you can't just banish or brandish. brandish your gun. You, The way I was taught through the training that I had received, if you pull your gun out, expect to use it. Okay? Now, yes. there are certain times that, you know, you could pull your gun out, somebody's coming at you with force, you pull your gun out, and they stop. Well, that doesn't give you permission to shoot them. If you can contain that person, you should contain that person. But what they're saying is you can't pull your gun out and just say, I got a gun, you better go away, and blah, blah, blah. You get to a point where your life's threatened, that's when you pull your gun out. And when you pull it out, expect to use it. I agree with that. And another one, kind of getting back to the holster is, you know, make sure that your holster, if you're wearing it on your body, not like a, a holster inside your purse or your, your fanny pack or your man purse, that it fits well and that it stays put. Because if you're constantly touching that area and adjusting it, that is basically telegraphing to people uh, that you are carrying and that defeats the whole purpose of concealed carry. Somebody could take it as a perceived threat, and now you've got a problem, um, and it could be seen as imprinting, which is another problem. Right. So, um, and I, I really love the point um, that about the safety rules. Of course, that's on this list because it should be. Run them through the safety rules real quick, if you would, Dan. Always know that a gun is loaded. Yeah, right. Remember last week's tip of the week? Yeah, always. TGIL, oh, the right. gun is loaded. Yeah, the gun is always loaded. That's that's a mistake that some people have made that uh, they regret. If you know that gun is loaded no matter what, then you're not going to have an accident with the gun. So you make sure it's loaded. Um, know your know the gun. You know, be familiar with your safeties and and what the trigger pull is on the firearm. You know, I carry a Ruger LCP, and I know that that trigger pull is really long. It doesn't really have a safety. So I know the, the distance that I have to pull that trigger, which is really important to know. And just really be familiar with your gun. And then the point that they make on here, I think it's so well-placed. Um, and I'll, I'll try to remember to post this on the Facebook page, but it is a an article from Concealed Nation, and it's titled, If You're Doing Concealed Carry Right, Here Are Five Mistakes You'll Never Be Making. And I don't think we hit all five here today, but this last point that they make is that when you are exercising your right to carry concealed, have a good attitude. You know, we need to be sure that we are more polite. 
We are more courteous. We are more generous than the average person because why? Because we are ambassadors for every member of the Second Amendment community. And it's so, the, the media is so quick to paint us in a negative light. Right. They, they make us look like we're a wild bunch. And it is, it is super important to be a, an ambassador. Um, show an example. You know, make, make good what you do with carrying a gun so that no one can point you out and say, ah, oh, that's why we don't allow guns. They look, they're looking for every reason. In fact, they're looking for reasons that don't even exist to take our rights away. So it is very important that we all take care of that. Hey, you know, still to come, we have a big show. We're going to be talking about Christmas gifts. We've got Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Now, he's been on Fox, so everybody should be familiar with him. Um, he's got the, the, the Gurkha briefing. Gorka briefing. Gorka, I'm sorry. I'm, you know, I'm halfway there. Then also Dave Kopp. He's the president of the AC, AZCDL. So big show. Big Stick show. around. Snow, let it snow. Man, it doesn't show signs of stopping. And I brought me some corn for popping. The lights are turned way down low. Let it snow, let it snow. When we finally kiss goodnight, how I'll hate going out in the storm. But if you really hold me tight. All the way home I'll be warm And the fire is slowly dying And my dear, we're still goodbye But as long as you'd love me so Let it... For straight shooting, look to the biggest little gun shop in the West, azfirearms.com, where they have everything you need to be a safe and responsible gun owner. Huge selection and a friendly and knowledgeable staff. They're my nationwide hometown gun shop, and you should make it yours, too. And when you go, tell them old Don Collier sent you. Come in for AZ Firearms' huge gun buying event taking place now until the end of the month. From single items to entire collections, AZ Firearms pays you the highest values for your guns. Long guns, handguns, military, western, even your old brass and ammo. We buy it all. Find us online at azfirearms.com. That's azfirearms.com. Or visit us off I-10 at Dysart Road at 215 Western Avenue in historic Avondale. Don't miss the AZ Firearms huge gun buying event now through the end of the month. Check us out online at azfirearms.com. Or stop on by AZ Firearms, the largest small gun shop in Arizona. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday, historian Dr. Steve Carroll returns with his essential Dateline Middle East news analysis and commentary. Learn about the essential news from the Middle East. Dr. Carroll's presentation is not to be missed. Please spread the word about this very important show. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. Need a new copier for your business? Sims Business Systems is going to make things a whole lot merrier around your office. Right now, purchase or lease a new Samsung MX7 color copier for as low as $189 a month. And you'll get a jolly gift, a $750 gift certificate for Mesa TV and Appliances. Wrap up a Samsung MX7 copier today. It's the ultimate workstation. Sims Business Systems, Arizona's only dealer for Samsung and Ricoh. Visit GetSims.com. Call 480-345-4000. 
When you're working hard to beat debt, you got to think of creative ways to get your income up. Here's an idea. Sell some stuff at auction. Start with locally owned and operated potofgoldestate.com. The owners, Dan and Cheryl Todd, have over 60 years of combined experience in selling antiques, collectibles, guns, coins, and jewelry. And over their many years in business, they've earned the trust of hundreds just like you. Whether you're saving for a rainy day emergency fund or paying down debt, let potofgoldestate.com help you get the extra cash you need. Potofgoldestate.com will purchase your items outright, or you can consign them to their twice-a-month online auction. Pot of Gold's nationwide online auction is a great place to get top dollar for your collectibles. They specialize in everything from antiques, household items, to cars, boats, guns, and more at potofgoldestate.com. Or visit them off I-10 and Dysart Road in Historic Avondale for some live auction action. For more, visit potofgoldestate.com. potofgoldestate.com. Get out to the forest. <laughs> And discover the wonders of nature with your family, just like Blue, Jewel, and the whole Rio flock. Let the kids connect to their roots. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah! Let's rock this jungle. Fresh air. What a glorious morning. Clean water. Woohoo! This is great. And endless surprises. Yo, this is untapped territory. How amazing. (laughs) Visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, educate, and inform. Brought to you by AZ Firearms, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. If you still have some gun enthusiasts on your list to buy for, we have some tips for you. It is Christmas season. Like the song said, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Everybody is beginning to act a lot like it's Christmas. And a lot of shopping going on oh, out there. Oh, busy, busy, busy. You know, I've been shopping this week and uh, the malls are full. You know, uh, with all the hype that's going on about safety and and the gun sales are really high right now, you might be thinking, hmm, I want to buy my loved one a gun for Christmas. Well, they're always a popular gift for Christmas. And again, I apologize for my laryngitis. Um, and I won't be talking much this segment. Dan will be taking it. But... Just think about the movie The Christmas Story, right? You're going to shoot your eye out with that. (laughs) The Red Ryder BB gun. I mean, people enjoy receiving uh, firearms and firearm-related things as gifts. People enjoy giving those things as gifts. Dan, tell us, uh, how do they do that safely and legally and properly? Well, I don't know that I can do that in in this segment. I don't know if there's enough time, but I'll give you some tips. When you go to a gun shop to buy a gun, you have to fill out a 4473. And one of the questions are, are you are you the purchaser? Do you intend to purchase a gun for yourself? And you have to answer it with a yes or a no. And one of those que- one of those answers is going to get you disqualified for buying a gun. Basically, you have to be the buyer of the gun. And so a lot of times during this time of year, people come up to us and say, well, I want to buy a gun for my wife or my husband. And... If I answer this with a no, then you're going to deny me the gun. So the the question would be, is this are you purchasing this firearm for yourself? Right. And if you answer that no, because I'm going to give it to my husband or wife for a gift, then we have to disqualify that sale. But there is an exclusion to that. If the person that you're buying for can legally own a gun and legally possess it, it's not against law for you to give it as a gift. I caution you, though. 
I would not do that. I would not buy Cheryl or my daughter a gun. I would, I would do this. I would give a gift certificate. And that gift certificate, then they, you put that under the tree. They unwrap it. Oh, yeah, you got a gun. And then the, the person goes in and picks the gun out that they want and does the 4473. And at azfirearms.com, every once in a while, we have a sale where we put our gift certificates, our gift cards, on 10% off. Right. So you save some money right out of the gate. We had a lot of people do that this year. So the other thing to do, well, a lot of people say, well, I want my gift to be unwrapped on the tree. Second best thing is you could actually purchase the gun. Um, you could pay for the gun. We'll give you the box. You can wrap it. Person unwraps it from the tree and says, where's the gun at? Well, you got to go do the paperwork for the gun. That is one of your safest ways to handle that is to uh, just let them have the box. So then that's kind of the best of both worlds if you did it that way because you've purchased the the gun that you think they'd like. You've wrapped up the empty box, so you've you know, no paperwork's been done or anything. They go, Oh wow, this is a great gun. The next day when we're open, because we're closed on Christmas Day, you go back in with the empty box, you say, Okay, I got this for Christmas, I'm ready to do my paperwork. But hey, look at this other gun over here. Maybe I'd rather have that one. Right. And that brings up another point. Really need to think about that. Um, Cheryl, would you like me to go buy you a new purse? No. A uh, new car? No. How about a new gun? Probably not. I want to pick it for myself. It's right. got to fit in my hand, right? I've now, got to be very familiar with the, the format of it. So, yeah. Well, in between your snores, if you're talking at night and saying, oh, I wish <laughs> I had a Glock 19, then it would be easy. But unfortunately, we don't have that. Unless the person is really telling you, I want a Glock 19, I want this, I want night sights, and you know exactly what that person wants, let them to be the choose what they want. And even if they think they want a Glock 19, but they come in and they fill a 26, they decide, hey, you know what, I want the 26 instead. So it saves a lot of return, crap, all that kind of stuff. Did I say crap on the radio? I, I guess think I you just said crap on the radio. I think I did too. <laughs> well, okay. But enough of that. Really, it, it's important that the person pick, you know, let them pick the gun out they want. Well, what about this? Suppose I've got my grandpa's shotgun, right? Mm -hmm. And I want to mail it to, let's say, my nephew, and he lives in some other state. What's the process for that? Now, we haven't purchased a gun, but I still want to give this gun as a gift to someone either in this state or another state. Walk us through those two Well, we're going to talk more about that in another part of this uh, show, but you're right. I, you can't just ship a gun to another state. You have to go through a, an FFL. Now, you can ship it directly to an FFL in the state where you're sitting, you know, the person lives. What the heck is an FFL, Dan? A federal firearms license, so a gun shop. Thank you. You can send a gun to a, a gun shop. Now, some gun shops don't want you to do that because they need positive ID, those type of things. Our gun shop, if you're in New York, you want to ship a gun to us, we'll take it, no problem. We just ask that you have a clear photocopy of your driver's license with all the current address and everything on it so that we can receive it in our books from you. Uh, but it is not against the law for you to ship a gun to any gun shop in the United States. However, you, you, you have to talk with the gun shop first and make sure. So that's if you're shipping to maybe your nephew in another state or someone in another right. state. You ship it to the actual gun store that's local to them. Right. They go in, fill out the federal paperwork, and then they can take possession of the gun. 
But what if your nephew or whoever lives right here in Arizona? Well, if they live in Arizona and they can legally own a gun, you can just hand them the gun. Can't send it to them. And if they live in Flagstaff and you're in Phoenix, you can't send it to them. But you can, you can give them possession of that gun as long as they are legally allowed to carry it or own the gun. If you're at all not positive if this person should own a gun, then get them another gift, right? Right. Or you can just call and we'll be glad to talk to you about it. I mean, you can't give a handgun to a 14-year-old boy or a girl. So, I mean, you could give it to their parents for safekeeping. So what are the ages? 21 to, for a, to, to purchase a handgun. And 18 for a long gun. Right, 18 for a long gun. Or a receiver, a receiver is also 21. So, um, you know, you could call the shop. We'd be glad to help you. And, you know, we also accept tweets if you'd like to tweet us uh, with your questions. And we, who knows? We might put your uh, tweet on the air. And the number for the store is? 623-925-2345. Very good. <laughs> Give Coming us a up, call. buying a gun online. Stick around and we'll help you be more informed than the director of the FBI. You won't want to miss. Stick around. Everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe help to make the season bright. Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow will find it hard to sleep tonight. Hi folks, I'm Don Kyle. If you're looking for the biggest little gun shop in the West, look to azfirearms.com. They have 1,100 guns in stock and a knowledgeable staff to help you find just the right firearm for you. azfirearms.com is my nationwide hometown gun shop, and you should make it yours too. Come in for AZ Firearms huge gun buying event taking place now until the end of the month. From single items to entire collections, AZ Firearms pays you the highest values for your guns. Long guns, handguns, military, western, even your old brass and ammo. We buy it all. Find us online at azfirearms.com. That's azfirearms.com. Or visit us off I-10 at Dysart Road at 215 Western Avenue in historic Avondale. Don't miss the AZ Firearms huge gun buying event now through the end of the month. Check us out online at azfirearms.com or stop on by AZ Firearms, the largest small gun shop in Arizona. Hey everybody, this is Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan, world champion gunslinger and Hollywood gun coach. In the Westerns, there's always a good guy and a bad guy and sometimes the ugly guy. And I always root for the good guy, which is why I'm here to tell you about the good folks over at azfirearms.com. They are straight shooters and always give you the best deal in town. azfirearms.com is the biggest little gun shop in Arizona and have something for every single gun enthusiast. Long guns, pistols, hunting, military, law enforcement, home protection, you name it. And when you've got some guns to sell or trade in and trade up, azfirearms.com are the folks to see. Geez, they bought a cannon once. They are family owned and operated, friendly staff, courteous, totally reliable. azfirearms.com will give you the best value for your used guns. So stop in, see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd at azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road and tell them Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan sent you. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, 
I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny I up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 I want to be When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Cold outside. I gotta go away. Baby, it's cold outside. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, inform, and educate. Sponsored by AZ Firearms, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. You know, I'm really excited about this segment because we've got a clip for you. But the voices you're about to hear are those of Senator Lindsey Graham asking how to purchase a gun online. He's, and the person who doesn't seem to know the answer, is the director of the Federal Bureau of Investigations, FBI, James Comey. The agency in charge of conducting background checks for all retail gun purchases, even those conducted online. If I buy a gun on the Internet, is it delivered to my home? If you buy a gun on the Internet? I try to buy a gun on the Internet. Where do I pick it up? I assume it's shipped to you, but I don't, I don't know for sure, actually. Okay, well, let's find out the answer to that. Can you believe that? This is the director of the FBI. I mean, it's understandable if the average citizen doesn't know. Right. A lot of people that aren't involved in guns may think that I could just ship, or you or anybody else can just ship probably a machine gun anywhere they want. The, The director of the FBI, guys, ladies, come on. This isn't. Well, here's the upside to me. If it was top of his mind, then you would know that this would be a real issue that's, you know, we've got to crack down on or we've, you know, they're dealing with on a daily basis. Clearly they're not. And so if you if you want to look at the glass half full, I would say maybe that's a way to look at the glass half full. But when we as federal firearms license holders through our store, AZ Firearms, are held to such extremely high standards of crossing every T and dotting every I. It just, this clip hits our ear like, excuse me? Cheryl, the glass isn't half full. The glass is empty. Okay? (laughs) It's empty. And you're right. I I can't, if I break a regulation, I can't say, oh, uh, I don't know. I guess it's okay. No, we're, we're in this profession. I'm in the gun business. I need and I'm, I'm expected to know the laws. This just this makes me, if the Bureau of, the director of the Bureau of the Federal. The FBI. The FBI. <laughs> uh, see, I'm, I'm, I'm stumbled here. If he doesn't know, what's, what's going on? I mean, does an average person even think that? The average person might think that. Because, you know, I've heard out on, on, at least social media, if not on the actual news, that uh, people are selling guns on Facebook, like as if I'm in California and I can reach out to you in 
New York, right? And you can just ship me a gun straight to my home. Well, if you did that, you would be breaking some serious laws, not only in uh, federal laws, but state and city laws for both places. I just, uh, I guess we just, everybody needs to be more educated on firearms and what, what you can and can't do. Well, and I think that that's the key. And if, if more people were more informed, including poor James Comey, I, I feel bad for him, actually, because I've, I've heard mostly that he's a decent man, you know, that he's good at his job and he's got a good heart and everything. But this paints him in a very poor light. Um, but if more people were informed, we would have so much less hysteria, so much less fear involved with guns, um, because there, I have yet to have found a situation that after maybe a, a bad thing has occurred, a crime or something like that, where there was a law that hadn't been in place that could have stopped it. Because all of the, the laws are in place. Right. And uh, we're going to be talking later with uh, president of the AZCDL, Dave Kopp. That's the Arizona Citizens Defense League. And they're out there fighting against a bunch of worthless new laws on our behalf. And you're going to want to stick around and hear him because he's got a lot to say on all of this. And people want to paint us those of us who feel like there are enough laws already, just enforce the ones that are on there. And those of us who are in a position of, you know, maybe being a no compromise minded person because the Constitution says shall not be infringed. Uh, they want to paint us like, well, we don't care about crime. We don't care about endangering people. And that's absolutely not the case. And I think the more informed you become, the more you'll be able to understand the reasons why. Still to come, we have Dr. Sebastian Gorka right after the break. Just like the ones I used to know Where the treetops glisten And children listen Hey ladies, Cheryl Todd here from azfirearms.com. Many of us ladies are taking the important step of becoming responsibly armed, but it can be an intimidating process. And with all the politics swirling, a first-time gun buyer, whether a guy or a lady, might feel uncertain about where to begin and who to trust. At azfirearms.com, we are a small, friendly, family-owned shop that specializes in first-time gun buyers. We are staffed with knowledgeable people who are ready to help answer all of your questions. My husband Dan and I pride ourselves on having a safe, no-pressure environment. Once you have decided on a purchase, azfirearms.com partners with professional firearms instructors who will train you to become a responsible, safe, prepared, and proficient gun owner. So ladies and gents, when you are looking for personalized service and a huge selection, come to azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road or visit us on the web at azfirearms.com. Hi, Hugh Hewitt here from my good friends at Bell Ford. And boy, have they got the holiday spirit. You know, at Bell Ford, they believe some things can wait, like waiting three months to make your car payment. 
Everyone needs some extra cash for the holidays, but you don't have to wait to get the year-end deals either at Belford. That's where Belford Holiday Sales Event comes in with 0% for 72 months on hundreds of new Fords, and you don't have to make a payment until March. Save your money for the holidays and buy, not lease, a new Ford Focus S for only $179 a month. Or buy a 2016 Fusion S for only $289 a month. And don't make a payment for 90 days. Rush out to I-17 and Bell Road for all the fantastic year-end savings on over 500 in-stock Ford cars and trucks. Zero percent financing. $1,000 bonus cash plus all the Bell Ford discounts that they're famous for. That's what's made them Arizona's Ford giant for over 35 years. Come get in the holiday spirit at Bell Ford, I-17 in Bell Road, and at bellford.com. When you're working hard to beat debt, you got to think of creative ways to get your income up. Here's an idea. Sell some stuff at auction. Start with locally owned and operated potofgoldestate.com. The owners, Dan and Cheryl Todd, have over 60 years of combined experience in selling antiques, collectibles, guns, coins, and jewelry. And over their many years in business, they've earned the trust of hundreds just like you. Whether you're saving for a rainy day emergency fund or paying down debt, let potofgoldestate.com help you get the extra cash you need. Potofgoldestate.com will purchase your items outright, or you can consign them to their twice-a-month online auction. Pot of Gold's nationwide online auction is a great place to get top dollar for your collectibles. They specialize in everything from antiques, household items, to cars, boats, guns, and more at potofgoldestate.com. Or visit them off I-10 and Dysart Road in Historic Avondale for some live auction action. For more, visit potofgoldestate.com. potofgoldestate.com. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, educate, and inform. Brought to you by AZ Firearms, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. Dr. Sebastian Gorka is an international recognized authority on issues of national security, irregular warfare, I'm sorry, (laughs) and terrorism. Dr. Gorka was born in the UK to parents who escaped communism during the Hungarian Revolution of 1956. He's a graduate of the University of London and Corvinus University, Budapest, as well as Harvard Johnson, John F. Kennedy School of Government, and holds a Ph.D. in political science. In the U.K., he served with 22 Company of the Intelligence and Security Group of the British Territorial Army Reserve, but is now a proud American. Dr. Gorka, how are you today? Very well, very well. Thanks for having me on your show. You are quite an accomplished man, and I apologize for my little bit of laryngitis here, but you're, you're a published author. You most recently had written uh, Understanding the Enemy for Special Warfare of the official publication the, of the U.S. Army Special Operations Command, and you've got a book coming out in 2016, don't you? Uh, yes, I've got several books coming out. I've got... Uh... The Winnable War coming out, and I've got one on uh, defeating the jihadists, and actually uh, a third one in the works. So yes, when uh, when it rains, it pours, and unfortunately, when uh, when the world is on fire, uh, uh, we get very very busy. Isn't that the the truth? And honestly, I have started really tuning into your website, thegorkabriefing.com because you stay on top of things, and you've also been a favorite of Fox News lately. Uh, uh, yes, unfortunately, with the events in Paris recently and, uh, 
and then the uh, jihadi attack in San Bernardino. Both my wife and I have been uh, asked to comment on uh, what these events mean for the safety of the average American citizen and uh, whether or not our strategies to defeat ISIS uh, are working. Well, and, and mention your wife's name, too, because she is quite uh, accomplished and a, really a very eloquent speaker and, and kind of gives a hopeful message, which is nice in, in all the mayhem. But your wife's name? Yes, uh, that's Katie. Uh, Katie with a K, Catherine Borkett, C-O-R-K-A, and she heads up our company, the Threat Knowledge Group, which supports uh, the FBI, law enforcement, uh, special forces, and the intelligence community. And actually, I, I recommend that site as well. It's called threatknowledge.org, and all your listeners can download uh, our latest report on the uh, ICE domestic threat to the United States that's available there for free, and it gives you all the facts and figures on what ISIS is doing in America right now. Was that threatknowledge.org? Yes, threatknowledge.org. Fantastic. Well, when I reached out to you, um, it was because I had seen you on Megyn Kelly. And at the time, the topic you guys were talking about was how the U.S. should respond to a heightened state of alert. And I thought, you know, you you and Megyn Kelly were talking sort of a as a national, as a governmental. And since we're a, a local show and we're talking to the average person, I wanted to kind of bring it down to to that level, to the average person on the street, what what could we do to, to pay attention, to prepare, to listen to the news more intelligently? What what do you have for us in that? Well, I, I don't think the news is going to give you much of what you need to know. Uh, you really you really have to do a couple of things. First, you just have to be tactically aware. Don't, don't walk through life um, as if uh, it's all business as usual or texting on your phone. Uh, you should be in what we call uh, the, the amber state, the yellow state of tactical awareness. Always be cognizant of what's going on around you. And, and notice things that look out of place, that look strange, that aren't usual. Uh, on top of that, you, you've got to have a plan in place. So uh, remember, if you Google the Bataclan Theater in Paris, where, where that rock concert was occurring, your, your listeners can see a photograph of the devastation, of the bodies in that concert hall, of the blood on the floor. And, and you just have to remind yourself, that's not Mogadishu, that's not Somalia, that's not, that's not Ramadi, that's not Baghdad, that's Paris. And that's what happened in San Bernardino. So any building you go into, make sure you know where the exits are. Uh, understand the difference between concealment and cover. Uh, and prepare. You know, if, if you are caught in a jihadi attack, or just a mass user attack, you've got three options. You can flee. You should flee if you can. If you can't, uh, try and hide behind something that provides you a cover, not just concealment. And the third option, if you have that mental fortitude and you have the training, is to fight. So don't expect Uncle Sam to protect you, because Uncle Sam will be a ways away. Be ready to protect yourself and your loved ones. You know, Dr. Gorka, I took my daughter to the mall last night and when I got out of the car she reminded me exactly what you just said and so it's great that we're hearing this stuff because we need to be prepared well and well, she's I'm, I'm, very, I'm very glad your, your daughter said that and, and just remember one thing even with um, the psychotic uh, shooters even with uh, you know the movie, movie theater shooters 
like uh, Aurora, Colorado. They do exactly the same things as the jihadis. And the most important thing to remember is that they surveil. They check out where they want to go in advance. They don't just pick something at random and then go in there and blast away. But you can, you can probably spot these people as they're preparing, as, as they're surveilling. And, and you could play a huge role as, as, a, as an aware citizen in reporting suspicious uh, surveillance activity even before an attack occurs. You know, yeah. I 100% agree with you, but we still have ringing in our ears the the shrill voices of people screaming racism about the kid with the clock that didn't look anything like a clock to my eyes. And I saw the picture of the clock long before I knew who was the supposed builder of this clock. So I know I wasn't having a, a racist reaction, but how do you see something say something without being painted as a racist and a, an alarmist? Well, I, I think that, that um, tide is turning. I think we, we've heard the reports of the neighbors of the, the jihadi murderers in San Bernardino, sources of activities going on in their home, and they refuse to mention it because of the fears of being branded as xenophobic or Islamophobic. I think people now realize that political correctness is costing the lives of, of uh, innocent Americans. So uh, we, we have to get out of this bubble that, you know, political correctness is, is going to protect us, and people just have to take responsibility. And your local law enforcement, uh, I think, understands that. Maybe there's an issue at the federal level in Washington, but a local sheriff's department, a local PD, they understand that it's their community that is in danger. So don't hesitate when you see something suspicious reported to the local sheriff or the local deputy. I, you know, I like that. And getting back to our daughter, she's 26, so she's an adult. She's a parent. She's a married person. She was in Target the other day and saw some some men that looked like they could be up to something. They were buying like four of these prepaid phones. And... <clears throat> She shouldn't have called me. She should have maybe snapped a picture on her phone and then maybe talked to the local police. But she didn't, and then later questioned herself. Yes, I mean, look, I, I don't really care whether that, that person's uh, skin color is purple or whether they've got three heads. I mean, if they are following a terrorist PPP, if they're following terrorist uh, techniques, tactics, and procedures, it is, I don't care you know, what they look like, that's the activity. And if you really want to educate yourself, I recommend all your listeners to just Google the word Zabik, D-A-B-I-Q. Zabik is the name of ISIS's English-language jihadi magazine, and that's where they teach their operators how to attack us. And if you read those magazines, they're already on issue 12, you will see a lot of the things that you should be looking out for. So... The nice thing is the enemy publishes their techniques online in English, and we should be reading them so we can better protect ourselves. You know, that brings up a point. I was just talking to Cheryl about this today. It worries me. Like, I want to know about my neighbors. I want to know about what's going on in, in the area. So if I look up these things on the Internet, isn't that going to maybe make me uh, a suspicious Would it flag character? us? Would it flag me? Uh no, I, I, unless you are a jihadi, if you've done things in your life that uh, we should be worried about, then you shouldn't be on a watch list. If, if you're an upstanding citizen, if you paid your library fines uh, in time, then you should be okay. And there are, of course, places you can go to. Uh, there are two websites that, that are completely stand-up and uh, excellent resources, and these are 
are ones that, that aren't run by jihadists, and that's memory. The Middle Eastern Media yeah. Research Institute, M-E-M-R-I, they collect a huge amount of the jihadi uh, literature. And secondly, the Clarion Project, C-L-A-R-I-O-N, the Clarion Project also collects Dabiq magazine. Yeah. You go to those websites and you're looking on them on a, on a safe server, and uh, you shouldn't have any cause to be on anybody's radar screen if you go, go to those resources. I really appreciate that because there's, uh, you know, like you were saying, you're not really going to go to your, your national media outlets and get the no. real scoop. So it's no. hard to know who to go to. So when I heard your voice on, on Fox several times, I'm like, you seem logical, you seem reasonable, you're not uh, an alarmist. And, and so it's like, I want to I do want to know more about you. I do want to listen to what you say. And so now you've given us some even more tools. And so I love, let's just go over those again. So you have the GorkaBriefing.com. That's your website. Correct. Your wife, Katie Gorka, is on, tell me that one again. ThreatKnowledge.org. That's our commercial site that has the ISIS report. Just go to the reports tab and you can download it. And then uh, I strongly recommend the, the Clarion Project and also Memory, M-E-M-R-I, for information on, on what the jihadis believe and what their, uh, what their tactics are. That's awesome. And then, of course, you've got your, your books that are coming out. And you can go to Amazon and just search the name Gorka. That's pretty easy, right? G-O-R-K-A. And uh, get some of those, uh, even the ones that are coming out in 2016. I think all three are coming out in 2016. You can still right. give as a gift for Christmas. And, uh, you know, just put the certificate in there that it's on its way. But we've got just a little over a minute left. But can you tell us anything about the difference between the news saying ISIS and the president saying ISIL? Yeah, there's a lot of weird conspiracy theories about this. Uh, I, you know, I love conspiracy theories, but they're only theories. Uh, ISIS, uh, the real name of ISIS is the Islamic State of Iraq and Al-Sham. Al-Sham is an Arabic word that refers to what we would call the Levant or Greater Syria. Uh, a lot of people say ISIS is the acronym. The president prefers ISIL. You know, he gets a lot of criticism for that. People say he doesn't want to say ISIS because he doesn't want to remind anybody about those red lines in Syria. That, that's politics. That's the kind of cheap shot. Uh, the fact is, Today, we should simply call them IS. This is the Islamic State. After June 29th last year, they declared the caliphate a new empire, and they call themselves simply the Islamic State. But if you want to be accurate, call them IS. Very good. Thank you so much, Dr. Gorfka, for coming on. We're going to check out your website and hopefully have you back on again. Would you come? Yeah, I'd be delighted. Anytime. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Well, still to come, we have our second hour, so don't move a muscle. We've got Dave Kopp of the AZCDL talking to us about universal background checks and that terror watch list. Stick around.